Today, all over the world, there are thousands of Sino-Soviet intelligence agents with money to burn, looking for unsuspecting targets for exploitation among members of our forces. Anyway, um, so obviously, um, oh God, oh God, I'm envisioning a tweet made by someone saying, um, Kamala fist bumping closeted Lindsey Graham is the gay support I need or something like that. Like, yeah, here she is showing her support for the community now by, but like meaning it sincerely. I'm doing that thing where I imagine someone to get angry at them. Right. It's great. I, I saw this <laughs> tweet. Stuff. I saw this tweet the other day that said, God literally imagined up a guy to get angry. At. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm it's like, true. I mean, and since the, then, that's all we do is just, we think about people doing something potentially and then just getting fucking so you know, angry, angry about it. You know, it's or great. our like significant other, you know, the whole, there's that meme of like, he's probably thinking about, so and so it's like and just yeah just creating we want to find reasons to be mad oh like a, a great pastime um i mean josh you know this being in a relationship is just imagining an, a potential argument you might have with your partner <laughs> and then letting it ruin your night see <laughs> see i'm angry about it i'm of course uh forever bachelor forever single oh, right yeah. So I, the things that I imagine is just like going into a bar and like mm. getting drunk and having a guy like kind of bump you and then glassing his ass and then beating the shit out. Oh, of I've normal been, stuff. Where are you going, man? Yeah, I've literally had so many victories in my head. I'm like a hundred and one <laughs> in my head. <laughs> I, I remember, uh, you know, a friend of the pod, Austin, being like asking me one day. He's like, "Do you ever just like imagine just like?" eating the shit out of somebody i'm like that yes we're all guys yes we all imagine that at yes, one point right and it's always like you always create a scenario where you are totally justified in doing it <laughs> this guy You're has a hero like the the people this, see it yeah yes. you on their shoulders they're like it's like rudy like this person has earned being beaten to death basically <laughs> yeah, in your yeah. Head. you are you are uh, in the eyes of the law totally blameless <laughs> for doing what you're doing like right and in all actuality you'd get like you know fucking oh yeah absolutely arrested and it's not that. just because they like messed up your order or your drink it's it's something of a higher power like calling the god told you to beat the shit out of this guy oh yeah it's like a guy who's like has uh, a woman with like he is like a like a like a hacksaw to her neck while also like pressing have a button hovering over to like to like uh like send hate, nukes to new york city yeah like hate crime button represses it and then it's it like the 1960s blares out the n-word yeah pretty much and it's like oh well in that case yeah i could it's like it's if like i <laughs> press this button mr bond the entire it's, world will hear the N word. It's like that. Joke. <laughs> yeah. That's a great Bond villain. <laughs> and he's like, I don't care. I'm British. Doctor, Doctor N, Doctor N I. Uh oh. Sorry about oh. that, folks. Very unprofessional. Yeah. Um. Oh, I had something. Um. Fuck. It was gonna be funny, Josh. God damn you. So instead of Doctor No, it's Doctor N. I'm yeah. just saying that right now. 
Hello, <laughs> hello, Mr. Bond. I can't wait to start doing racism and no growth. I can't wait to start doing a no growth and no outreach. I can't wait to do a colonial... Wait until all the bi POCs are destroyed. That is my ultimate plan is to only target bi POCs. Mr. Bond, what you fail to consider is I signed up 800,000 people to vote. In the you, won't, you won't believe it. Bernie called me the other day and he said, you know what? We really need to start killing women and people of color. And I said, no problem. Bernie. Yes. Um, he's the like, Bernie bro, James Bond. <laughs> like, Mr. Bond, I've only begun to do a colonialism. <laughs> you have not seen a colon. I can't do the accent. So you, you have not begun to see it. You've never seen critical race theory quite like this. Because <laughs> <laughs> Christoph Waltz was a James Bond villain in one of the movies. Wasn't he? Yeah, yeah he was, was he? Uh, Blofeld and uh, Spectre. Oh, Blofeld, more like Blofellas, am I right? Oh. Got his ass. You know who yeah. Blofeld Fellows, Senator Lindsey Graham. Most likely. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. And we're back to Lindsey Graham. Liberty. Yeah. Or liberty. Uh, 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 a parody. Sorry, <laughs> parody. I saw a great tweet about the Biden administration that someone was like, fine. It was two tweets side by side. The first one was, finally, we can start tackling climate change. And the yeah. next week was, Biden meets with like big oil companies. Like one of his first appointees is a guy who gets the most money from like the Who oil worked and with gas. Republicans to like destroy the climate. Yeah, pretty much. No, it's great seeing it just immediately fall apart as far as like, just like, oh, look at their list of um, cabinet members. It's like, um, uh, I remember Chapo talking about like Meg Whitman. I don't know if you know this one. I have one. not heard of you. She was the CEO of Qu uh, uh, Quibi. <laughs> Oh. Most recently, <laughs> she's in the cabinet? Most re uh, uh, potential. Oh, wow. Most recently, she was the CEO of Quibi. That's which hilarious. Is everyone's favorite, just like cocaine fueled, like <laughs> dumbest fucking idea you've ever heard. Did you guys see um, the ad for Quibi where they had a bunch of celebrities go out and it was like one of those ads where they put the prompt up on the screen? It's like, what is Quibi? And all of them are like, oh, Chrissy Teigen was in it. And oh, we love it, her. It was amazing. They're like, what is quitting? Confirmed child and sacrifice. <laughs> well, not, not alleged confirmed. <laughs> Allegedly. She's confirmed to have done that the same way John is confirmed to have been on the, the flight. Right, right. Well, yeah. just, not. She just gave birth to the child. John Legend opened up his jaws like, <laughs> like a fucking and swallowed, swallowed the baby whole. Yeah, she... she is actually forced into this. She one of no, the all-time yeah. one of the all-time greatest tweets recently resurfaced, and I reposted on the timeline, which was Nick Mullen being like, "I hope John Legend dies soon," <laughs> yeah. and then Chrissy Teigen's like, "Um," and he's like, "Well, I thought I was wondering if you read my shit." Yeah, which is pretty for him, pretty cool, I guess, <laughs> to, to know that it is reaching the, the intended uh, audience. You know, Nick was in a movie this year. Really? I saw yeah. the screenshot of it. Was it the screenshot? Like I was watching a movie and this yeah. familiar face. I watched up. I watched the scene uh -huh. in it and he's not bad. Okay. He, like, he was in an IBM commercial. Did you guys ever see that IBM right, commercial? The, more like five AM. Right? Yeah. And then the fucking subreddit like they were like, Mr. Mullen, your subreddit saying like Nazi Jew six six six. And he's like he's like, oh, yeah. well, I can't control that. They're like, Okay, well we're not paying you. Yeah. Um no, yeah, the movie, he's actually in it, like, Charlie Hunnam's in it. Mm -hmm. um, and, yeah, it's, like, a pretty good scene. Um, like, he just, like, it, it, it's not, like, he's not, like, performing any, like, spectacular acting. But he is, like, coming across well as, like, kind of, like, not, like, a, a, a total psychopath, but, like, a douchey kind of frat guy. 
you know, so not not over the top, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like you get like So you're telling yeah. me that he didn't immediately go into gay actor Michael Douglas? No, he in didn't. The movie. Yeah. Um please don't break my sheets. They're already that is the that is the best uh come town character i think hi i'm gay actor michael douglas it's just so funny i I don't know jeff goldblum the jeff goldblum stuff is yeah it's getting up there as far as like my favorite like getting a guaranteed laugh out of me did you know did you guys know that um kamala harris's niece mina harris is was is the uh chief strategist at uber did you guys know that? I did yeah. not know that. Mm-hmm. So she tweets out something and then's like, oh, thank God, like Kamala is like, okay, so one, she didn't like forewarn anybody that they were related. She's just kind of like, oh, thank God, like Kamala is like, you know, in uh, the position. So, you know, when people, when me and my daughter look at that, we can just be like, yeah. oh, you know, of course, inventing things that happened, like we were saying earlier. Right. So she goes and says all this shit and then like, I was like, who is this bitch? And it doesn't have it on it. It's like, she wrote this book about being a cool woman or whatever. And I'm like, okay, cool. But then you look up her thing and it's like, she's the chief strategist at Uber. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah. these people like oppress their fucking employees. And like probably had a direct hand in like Prop 22 and all that. And like the strategy behind Prop 22 being like just propaganda basically like yeah yeah so she's just a shitty person but that's kamala harris's niece everybody mina and for people uh, who don't know what prop 22 is it's a bill or is that what it's called a bill that just it's it's like a um i there's a specific word for it but it's like one of those things where like um one of the few things we do that's like direct democracy is that we have like propositions like that where people instead of voting for a candidate who might do that um we just vote directly on it and it's to amend the state law right yes yeah so it's 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 a proposition to amend the state law uh which proposition 22 essentially uh, it was voted yes in california and in california it essentially um allowed uh it allows companies like uber like tech tech companies to and all the all those like lifts and, and all those types of people to say that their employees are not are, employees. are contract workers which is what the WWE does like right and Austin and I talk about this a lot on the book club pod is that if you can do that then you don't have to provide benefits you don't have to provide health insurance if they get hurt on the job you don't have to do anything right because you're saying that you're an independent contractor even though Uber is taking like all of this money and stuff from their independent contractors, you know, uh, essentially for, from, for using the app and picking up drivers, um, they still say, well, you're an independent contractor. That way we don't have to pay you any benefits, pay unemployment insurance, like any, any of that Any stuff. laws that relate to employees or workers' rights, then they can say, well, we have a special cat. Like ours are not employees. They're special categories. It's a special category aside for them. So th- that with its own set of regulations and laws and all that stuff so it 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 enshrines something that was maybe more um uh like uh transitory like well uber claimed that their employees were independent contractors this is a big thing right they claim that their employees are independent contractors because the employees you you sign up you kind of like sort of make your own schedule right you kind of you have to work so much or whatever Mm. and then you Use your own car, right? So you're an independent contractor in that regard, right? Well, then 
Uber as a business just makes money off of independent contractors then, which means like their entire business is predicated on all these people lacing their own gas, their own cars, their own maintenance to go and pick up people who use the Uber app, right? The Uber infrastructure. And they say, oh, we only provide the infrastructure, right? So Uber isn't liable for either the employees, right? Because that's what they are. They work under this app. They give money to this app like like right, the yes. money goes to the app yeah. right yeah. so they're employees but what happens is like both the employees and the riders aren't liable under uber because of like this weird this weird uh subterfuge that they're using to say hey these guys aren't actually our employees they don't work for uber the only people who work for uber are like these fucking data mine farmers who work in yeah. silicon yeah, valley the tech people that actually develop yeah that yeah like so. brian uh, Kilroy, whose job it is to refill everyone's fucking water bowl at like the Uber offices. Yeah, to have like uh, Fruit Loops delivered like he directly walks, to the CEO. Like he has like a, 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 a carafe of LSD laced water that he just pours in everyone's fucking bowl. And Mina Harris helped um, sell this, sell this idea to people. So Most likely. I don't know her, like, her direct involvement. But if she's like heading strategy. Chief strategist at Uber. Definitely lobbied. Definitely for this. this and yeah. And I mean, this is all like, we're kind of speaking on it in, I mean, post mortem because it's already passed. And um, it'll take a seven eighths uh, of the like California legislature to overturn it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's there for fucking ever. But how, hey, how can, how can Democrats be against workers? That doesn't yeah. make any sense. How could they be against workers? That's so crazy that that happened. That I mean, guy, like you know, um, like and then you, Florida yeah. passed a fifteen dollars hour minimum wage. How could Republicans be pro Republican. How could they be pro <laughs> pro worker? Blue no, means I, good and red means bad. That's what I thought. The um uh the like uh, I'll refer I'll reference Shepo again. The probably like the most uh that made me more angry than it should have maybe um way like of framing politics was that. Um, it was like, we're going to be like the EU without any safety net. So we're going to have, um, all these, like, um, like the, the, the way like the, the EU is set up is this sort of like, uh, grease for like the wheels of European capitalism to make, uh, to, uh, for the benefit of, uh, like it's European, a goddamn globalist is yeah, what it is. Like European companies and stuff, making the flow and of labor easy and all that stuff to, for ultimately for their benefit to, to reap profits off of it. Mm-hmm. But they at least have a safety net. They have some like in most of the countries, free healthcare, other things, right. That will like in every single country, they have single payer healthcare. Yes. That like basically create like a cushion for like the, proletized masses right so like um they're not exposed to the conditions that they subject like the people they extract resources from in the global south and all that um we're gonna have that but we're not gonna have the safety net but we'll have all the other bullshit that comes with the eu which is like banning memes or like you can't talk bad about israel or like you can't have like soda like yeah like democrats are we're gonna do nothing for you but you also can't drink soda or you can't have like a flavored vape or you can't have uh, beer with wings or you can't have wings without beer or beer without wings, whatever. We're going to do all this bullshit. And um, that's the cover for the fact that um, we're offering you nothing. And I'm like, 
God damn it. But yeah. I mean, it's going to keep happening. Oh, yeah. Because California is the like, because yeah, think, Democrats, right, when, uh, you, you know, when, when they were, when they first started writing about uh, George Floyd, right, in Minnesota, I mean, that went like harder blue this time. Yes. And so Democrats are going to keep doing this shit because what, what they've seen is that people, they, they don't have to make concessions to anything. People will just vote for them. Yeah. People just vote for them because they're uh, quote unquote less bad than the alternative, mm-hmm. which at this point I don't even know because a lot of the Democrat. I'm not going like full post left or whatever, but I, a lot of the, yeah. like a lot of the Republicans, at least they're upfront about their shit. You know what I'm saying? Like Democrats, they're, they're basically just Republicans. I mean, look, okay. Go on CNN, right? It was recently. I was walking by. CNN was on. They had. <laughs> you were walking by like a storefront with like a, a like. I was walking six, by my sixty TV stacked on top of each other, and you stopped and looked at. Yeah, me. I was walking by, pouring down rain. I I had like I was reading the newspaper, got flown away. I had to, you know, change the channel immediately. <laughs> yeah. Um, to the store clerk who was old, had to like do that. And he changed it like right when the important information was coming <laughs> yeah. on. If you're just joining us now, uh, you know. So, um, yeah, so Trump has been talking about uh, taking all the troops out of the Middle East. Drawing down what they're doing in uh, at least the proposed thing, or I guess it's I think it's official today that they're going to draw down troops in Afghanistan and Iraq. They're going to pull out a certain percentage of them. Well, Trump originally said he wanted to pull everyone out right, right which, and leave essentially like a skeleton crew which and then but what the, but yeah. it, it turns out it's a drawing down well then yeah. democrats came out and we're like oh no we can't do that we're what about going out too soon what about yeah too soon terrorism what's gonna happen it's like we've been there for 19 fucking years yeah uh i saw tammy duckworth who's like a like a, a troop them who was like yeah like making the same arguments that literally like put her side by side with fucking uh, Dan Crenshaw, uh, the one-eyed wonder, who was they're making making the same arguments. Um, so in that issue, um, her the Democrat, this the good guy, right, should be, and then Dan Crenshaw, who is like, um, if uh, he is one bad day away from like machine gunning <laughs> a bus full of brown children, um, and they're the exact same on that issue. So where is the delineation supposed to between supposed to be between the two of them? My favorite thing I saw about the whole Trump trying to withdraw troops is that that was a big thing he campaigned on was getting all the people home and that his generals lied to him about the number of people still in Syria. He thought we had pulled out more, but his generals told him that they, they lie. They're like, oh, yeah, we're definitely pulling out. And they just left them there that, without him knowing. That fits in line with, like, the voting patterns, too, of the, the military. Because Trump Trump has said this multiple times and it's backed up by polling, is that enlisted people really vote for Trump, but, like, generals hate him. Yes. Like, the generals do not well, like Trump. he knows Trump. way more the, about the war than they do. Yeah, they, they hate him because of his big brain. Because he's cool. Well, also with Syria, too, there was uh, a bit of, I mean, Trump had input on um, on how many, as well, because there was that, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull them out completely, right, and leave the Kurds to, to fight for themselves, all that stuff. And then um, you had the, this sort of go between, between him and the generals, all this stuff. And then eventually what got him to agree to keep troops there was that there was the oil. 
They're like, there's oil there. And that was like, because like with Trump, it's like a one-to-one connection. Like troops equal oil, oil good uh, as far as keeping like the machine of empire going great. Um, but yeah, so. But what's cra- yeah. this is what's insane to me, right? Is like, it, I, I was thinking about this the other day, kind of, it's a little off topic, but I, what's insane to me is that, okay, so our economy started booming like after World War II. Correct my history if I'm retarded or not, right? Okay, so. Well, yeah, yeah, generally, yeah. Yeah, so like we just kind of, America just kind of assumed, oh, war equals good money, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, we get to reap the benefits of like, like a, a you know a material acquisition if we can just go to war with people so we just start yeah which is not yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, you know we just go okay let's go to war with fucking everybody right like mm-hmm. it, at a certain point you know we're just like war 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 like just so many fucking wars and and none of them are declared wars but whatever they're wars right so but the the thing is like nobody. <laughs> Like none of uh, like none of the plebeians in in the U S has seen any benefits from just like killing like excuse my French but killing brown people yeah right because they just go over there and they kill brown people in fact like the working class like has seen detriments of of killing brown people for them because like the the poor people the ones who sign up for the military and get killed. Right and when they have to PTSD and all that, yeah. yeah, and come back with PTSD and no job prospects and everything like that. But then, like these fucking monopoly men, oil tycoons, just get comic villain rich, mm-hmm. and it's crazy because like when they try and manufacture these consent for like these wars, like what about terrorists? What about whatever? Like everyone knows this bullshit now, right? We've had mm-hmm. enough time. It's been nineteen years since two thousand one, since the fucking collective like. Thing, the collective like psychological damage that 9-11 did right mm-hmm. and there are still some people who are ingrained in that right like we need to stay there what about terrorists yes I've heard that from uh, both liberals and Republican conservatives yeah. right so but the thing is like most people especially you know our age a little older a little younger type right kind of recognize as bullshit Right, like yeah. war is bullshit. Like we we recognize that. Like at most, like the wars are are not a popular thing. But like Democrats, for some reason, are on like to the right of Republicans on a lot of those issues because Democrats position themselves opposite Republicans on everything. So when Trump does something good, like say, hey, I'm gonna take out all the troops, right? Even though he's not gonna go through with it, like we've seen. Even if he's like, I'm going to take out all the troops, the the Democrats are like, well, well, you know, that's dangerous. You can't take out all the troops. Anything good that Trump does is automatically mirrored and they have to go further to the right of Trump to 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 prove that they're like better and harder and stronger. It it has nothing to do with uh, politicians don't believe in anything. It's all a charade. It's all a game. That's what how. Kamala Harris can fist bump Lindsey Graham. Is yeah, they're on the same team. Neither they're one the of them team. believe in anything besides getting money and getting power. And so um, to keep up the charade, if the Republicans go one way, the Democrats automatically have to react as they are reactionaries, have to react to that. And so, uh, you know, the sooner more people understand that electoralism, this doesn't work because you're voting in the same people, whether it's red or blue and there's no real difference. Um, you know, the better it'll be. I don't know how long that's going to take. It seems like the younger generation, like our generation, is a little more 
uh, aware of like the world and and stuff but again i think that's probably just because of like the twitter echo chamber we're getting a lot of like feedback from people but in reality you have to think that the average person especially even our age isn't as plugged in they like might be Mm -hmm. more tolerant they might be more pc but at the end of the day they really don't have any class consciousness anymore. Yeah, they, they, yeah they're yeah. they're typically trying to get those like PMC type in NGO like type jobs, right? You, you kind of see that more where it's like um because it, it is a pipeline at the end of the day. Like the um it, it it is designed to replicate a certain type of person with certain ideas and certain politics. So it is hard to um to uh, for any individual to sort of go through that. And if you're kind of not like, yeah, if you're not plugged in, then you don't really have a reason to question it. Um, and even if you do kind of uh, come into contact with it, it's like, you know, difficult to question your own uh, shit or whatever. But um, I was going to say something, but I forgot about it. Damn, so. second time to <laughs> Second deny. time. Ooh. Shit brain today. Oh, I was going to say, um, uh, like, uh, just quick aside about like, yeah, like sort of uh, post World War Two, like uh, war really isn't like profitable for the most part. Um, gearing up for war, um, preparing for war, is profitable. Um, you just let's sell let's dial Lockheed Martin real quick and yeah. ask him if war is not profitable. I mean, I mean, in the sense of like, um, yes, if you are a third party in the sense of selling arms to people, yeah, you'll make bonanza. It's if for um, say. Uh, like the United States during the war, right? It's uh, really it long term. Like if if most of your men are away from the workforce, uh, even with women filling those roles, then you're you're drawing upon a smaller smaller pool of labor. So like that's like uh, the reason like we have this boom isn't necessarily just because the war itself. It's like the consequences of the war. It's Europe being turned to rubble, and then just the opportunities for investment yeah like it's just a basically an open fucking uh slate for just just money and resources and all this stuff to be poured into and rebuilt and that's like the you know and and then all those that pays dividends back into the united states i read this i read this great um book recently it's called this tender land and it's by this guy his name is William Kent Kruger, and he, he's he he had like this uh, audio. I was listening to it on audio Audible, and he had this thing where he talked before the book and after the book, and he said that uh, it's so it's set during uh, the Great Depression. It's like the nineteen thirty. I don't remember thirty one, thirty two, something. Anyway, it's set like right after the Great Depression, yeah. and well during it, and and uh, it's about these two kids who go to this. Um, who go to this, what they call like an Indian school, right? It's an Indian boarding school. Yeah. Um, up in, um, I think it's, uh, it's either Minnesota or, or it's, I think it might be North Dakota. Anyway, it's like one of the Northern, uh, mid Northern states anyway. Uh, so they, it's these two white kids who go this like, like Indian school and they have like this friend who's dead. Anyway, uh, long story long, there's this scene where he goes, they're traveling cause they're trying to escape and these kids are, are going down the Mississippi or whatever, and they're traveling and they meet this guy who's from, he's a veteran and mm-hmm. he's living in, in a Hooverville, right? He's right. living in a Hooverville 
and he's like fucked up. He lost his leg during the war mm-hmm. and everything. And he's talking about how he uh, he's talking about how he fought the Kaiser for <laughs> for uh, Uncle Sam. Yes. And they're supposed they were supposed to get this benefit from the government and the government never gave it to him when they came back. So all these people just poor as shit. And he's like, yeah, I still wake up screaming at night and have like blah, blah. And I was like, this is the most this book. Uh, it's great because it touches on so many things like the kid is like saying well it's fucked up that we watch these movies in this like Indian boarding school where it's like cowboys like shooting like savage Indians and saying like we need to cleanse the Indian of a savagery and you can't talk in that Indian language you gotta talk English and stuff like that so it's a great social commentary as well um, but there's a scene where that that guy is like trying to rile up people and they're like, yeah, they're in like St. Louis. They're like, fuck the government, blah, blah, blah. And these police officers come with billy clubs and just beat the shit out of everyone. Yeah. He's like, did you fight the Kaiser? And he's like, he never answered him. He just cracked him across the skull of the billy club. And I'm like, yeah, this is like the perfect indictment of America. Yeah. No, it's it's yeah, it's good. Uh, War one, like, because uh, uh, recently <laughs> um, there was like the like in. The UK in Canada, at least I know they do like a to remember like the fallen from World War World War One. They wear like a poppy on their like collar, and it's like a big thing. It's like standing for the anthem here. It's like if you don't wear a fucking poppy on your collar, it's like you're you're dude you're disrespecting their memory. It's like they died for nothing. They died for absolutely nothing. Yeah, like they like like. This we have these like things built in to like um, uh, we like it like no one can recognize that like the adventures of World War One were useless and thousands upon thousands of people went and died in horrific fashion and and instead of taking the lesson away that maybe we shouldn't do shit like that it's no they're like brave they're heroes like what they did was so brave and so cool. As Donald Trump said, they're losers. Yeah, and they, I mean, yeah, yeah, they are losers. I mean, they're not, like, them individually aren't. It's just the the cause was, like, a loser's cause. Like, um, a bunch of, like, fucking, uh, like, second cousins, all interrelated incestuous people just, like, had a slap fight. And then, like, everyone... <laughs> and then, yeah. The, a slap fight with, like, mustard gas and all that shit. Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, I mean, to to to, to say to long story long to talk about like war being bad. Obviously, it's like mm-hmm. kind of a milk toast taste. But like take, but uh, I, that was the whole fear of like uh, Biden getting elected, which I you know I think we kind of all saw the writing on the wall, especially when Trump got COVID of Biden getting elected, and I think that was the main fear is that Biden and and the Dems are more willing to go to war because they dress it up and they're like, okay, well we're, we're going to drop, you know, like, um, LGBTQ plus bombs. On fucking, yeah. you know? Oh yeah. There's the, the, the whole, um, narrative around like Biden picking a woman to head the Pentagon. It's like, it, it, it doesn't. And like, uh, of course the, like, uh, white progressives attacking this, this woman erasing her, uh, the, her career Susan Rice. It's like, it just, this we have the same conversations over and over again um because just the obfuscation remains that um yeah her, well that's what yeah. happens when fucking everything is talking about how the like 
the white male patriarchy is the the root of all evil because it's a great like obfuscation of class right it's a great yeah. obfuscation of capital i mean ca- we talked about it countless times capital is great at defending itself mm-hmm. and by defending itself it says well well capitalism's not the problem you know it's the problem white men those are the people that yeah. benefit the most it's this it's the same like i'm not equating these two it's it's different obviously but it's similar logic to being like well being against capitalism is being against jewish people because jewish people rule capitalism yeah Yeah. right saying like white people are the main like benefactors of capitalism so white people are the problem is a very similar argument it's not the same i'm not saying that i'm not saying that at all obviously but yeah and and it's a great it's a great um thing that it's a great subterfuge of, of capital to hide behind uh, you know patriarchy to hide behind colonialism and 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 all this stuff it's like why why was colonialism a thing oh it's a, you know uh it's definitely to to acquire wealth right which is yeah. part of capitalism so i mean matt uh i mean the just horrific anti-Semitism you just displayed there. I mean, who are you, Jeremy Corbyn? Yeah. Like, what are you? Reinstated. Yeah. Reinstated, yeah, which I don't know why the fuck you would you ever, ever accept want to go back. I would be like, no, shove it up your ass. I'm never joining this party again. And, like, the guy who's, like, the 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 the, the puppet that they, like, dragged out of, like, some, like, demented uh, to, uh, toy maker's chest to lead the Labor Party now was like um who's that who are you waving at why is she Liz. what this is guy time Gosh, what the <laughs> She'll fuck wait outside during guy time okay um to like lead labor now is like well he's back in but i'm still <laughs> i'm still in charge it's like again yeah you know, I, I would never like i'd be like no i'm not coming back into this and my favorite tweet which is like my favorite trend now is just like uh just pure cretins and goblins being like like talking about trauma, <laughs> like talking about like, guys, I know this has probably been like a hard um, time for all of us here. Uh, speci- like, and, and this is like a hard day for those defending like the Jewish people, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you know, just like, just like this, just great. Like taking this, like just taking this language of people talking about their personal trauma and then, and taking that and being like, yeah, um, yeah. Your experience being like, in the war zone in my experience of Jeremy Corbyn, like, uh, uh, you know, saying Epstein <laughs> and making me feel like another fucking show is going to happen. You know, um, it, it's interesting. Cause, uh, I, I've recently, I decided that I'm going to read the two books that Anna Katchian has read, right. Which is uh culture of narcissism and sexual persona. Yeah. Uh, so culture of narcissism are reading right now by Christopher Lash. And, uh, he, he states in it, which um, it's, it's good so far, but he states in it that there's this move from, he calls it post-Freudian psychoanalysis, right? Mm-hmm. So he's like this, this move from uh, uh, looking at systemic type factors in your life that could be causing some like fucked up, like uh, different different mental problems to looking at it. And I've kind of noticed this too, through, through personal, personal trauma, right? Like that's a big, that's a big thing in like mental health now is like your, your personal trauma and not like, and it's not, it's totally divorced from, 
it, it's like in an ether. It's like it's pure individualism, right? Mm-hmm. He's, he talks about. He's it. like, if you look at like the the type of um of mental problems, you know, it uh, during a certain period of time, like when Freud was practicing, it was more like schizoph. It was more um not schizophrenia. It was more like uh, histrionics and in like hysteria. Whereas like right. now it's more schizophrenia and narcissistic personality disorder. And like a lot of like empathic, right? Like autism and stuff like that, like empathic disorders. Yeah. And uh, so to, 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 to veil everything in that clinical language to say everything is personal, personal trauma, personal, whatever, like, Oh, you know, it, it's coded in you on a personal level, but it's not a systemic problem. I think is a big, yeah. is a big thing too. Right. Because like, instead of saying, instead of looking at it and being like, Hey, you know, capitalism kind of fucks us all right. In a, in a certain way. Right. Even like the bourgeoisie, it fucks, it fucks them less, but even then, you know, they're, they're capital personified as Mark says, but still like they, they're getting fucked by the system too. Uh, instead of saying that, it's like, oh, well, the, the reason that you can't succeed is because your dad yeah. was an alcoholic. Exactly. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, yeah, encoding these things, you mm-hmm. know, um, uh, like, like taking like this thing you've been through and thing that's left an impression on you mm-hmm. and then ascribing like your like, um, yeah. And, and not taking into account how that like. I'm just stupid and I'm just trying to restate your point. You made your <laughs> point. Why am I trying to restate it? Look, look it's how okay. great my brain's working. It's a, you today. know what? I repackaged, uh, you know, that was a Christopher Lash point from a book I read yeah. that Anna Cashin told me to read. Again, I'm just trying, you know, I need to grow a pair of knockers, right? Get a squirrel tail as a hair. Oh, yeah, definitely. And become Armenian somehow to speak Russian and then become Anna <laughs> K. Become the next Anna K. Just be like, there is a new one, though. I remember seeing like, Oh, Ted. Ted, yeah. find a new <laughs> and she sucks to be honest. And worse a ke- than the other one, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it was. I was uh, immediately looked at her Instagram as soon as it was like, yeah, she's she's hotter and dumber, but somehow that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, all right, so yeah, she's an Armenian woman. Yep, uh, Anna Ketchian or Ketchian or something mm-hmm. like that. So, so, very very similar. Can I get back in Matt, the kitchen? Yeah. Nice, Josh. Matt, are you saying you found a problematic crush? Huh? Yeah. Are we going to do like, can we do a thread of our problematic crushes? Do you have a problematic crush? Cool. Uh, that like one Nazi guard who was like a 19 year old girl. <laughs> I can't remember her name. Yeah. No, I, I just like how it, um, it, uh, I could change her. Yeah. I could change her. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, no, I just like how it sparked the Abby Shapiro. Like, is she hot or not? Oh like, yeah. That was great. Up. People were like doing like uh, race science almost. They were like analyzing yeah. like her eye to eye to mouth ratio or whatever. My the favorite fuck tweet I saw recently was someone being like, like just pick up a football. <laughs> like <laughs> all you fucking dudes talking about this, just go throw a football around, play catch with your father. And I agree. If you, if you ever feel like, tweeting or texting like well i think she's hot because play just go outside pick up a football and then like just give it a try just toss it around throw it against a wall like run with it well See i will tell feels. you it's sparked from people being like obviously it's down to personal taste or whatever but mm-hmm. it's sparked from people being like she's not hot and then people what yeah she's fucking hot it's like okay well one you don't have to defend your Point, yeah, who bro. cares? You know what? You think she's hot? That's cool. It's whatever. Whatever. Move on. I think she's hot too. You know, it's all good. 
You know, it's just brotherly love. You know, it's 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 tearing. Honestly, the symptom on Twitter has been kind of tearing us apart recently. Matt, is it your problematic crush, the Jersey girl that was sitting in her car ranting? Yeah, um, Cuomo, like mom Karen cut, but she had yeah. a Jersey accent, so it made it really hot. Yeah, it was that girl, and then it was also that girl who was like. I'm not fucking wearing a mask or whatever uh, that uh, obviously there's tons of videos. Uh, like you guys know the one I'm talking about, which was like, I definitely would. Speaking of Cuomo, I saw like in the gym earlier, him be like, well, uh, Chris or Andrew, Andrew, yeah. the, the, yes. Um, the one, the governor, um, be like, if I literally reach for the rip, I want to destroy your, your sheet, Josh. Listen, um, Lucas already <laughs> sliced that. I don't need a word. Yeah. I just reach for it. Um, no, he was like, well, if everyone wore a mask and social distance, it, he literally said it's a, it's a problem brought on by people like people's actions, like like literally put assigning all the blame for covid to like it's self-imposed is what he said, which is great, which is because he can just chill in his mansion and not do anything. exactly like he's like he it, can build it, his mask wall. The analogy he used, all was, the people who bitch about yeah. people wearing masks are the ones that don't ever have to wear a mask and don't ever have to go out in public. They can just have these fucking like these minority people bring them the food. people yeah, bitching exactly. about having to shut down like, oh, we never got out of the first pandemic. We like shut down. Yeah, I mean, everyone just needs to shut down. Before. It's just stupid white people, right? Who won't yeah. shut down it's not these fucking businesses that need to stay open to survive you know it's, yeah it's you know like these fucking mega corporations being like we support wearing a mask or whatever because like, like they, the they'd be like yeah shut down we'll buy everyone up when everyone goes fucking bankrupt it's trash and whenever when no one can afford their rent we'll consolidate I'm we'll- there was a tweet and i i, I kind of agree with that i'm starting to think kind of re- like republicans were right about the shutdown in the beginning which is just fucking stay open who cares? Because obviously the Democrats are stupid and feckless and can't provide relief for people, right? They provided $1,200 once and said, good luck, fuck off. You know, we don't care if you die, right? We don't care if you die from the virus. We don't care if you die from poverty. We don't care if you die from mental illness, right? And honestly, Republicans, at least they had the 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 in my opinion, the correct take, which was just like, fuck it. People who are going to die from the virus are going to die. Just stay open. Yeah. If you're not going to, uh, if you're not going to do what's necessary, which is that you can't just keep everyone home. You have to pay, you have to provide money, resources, all that stuff to keep people home. Then really the, it's a question of like, again, it's the Cuomo chart. It's how many people can we let die that would be acceptable while not losing a percentage of profit. Like that's, um, uh, like that's like the Stonks. equation. That, that's the equation going on. Not how can we like save as many people as possible? Uh, because doing that would require a radical change to health thing. Well, the initial exist, the initial thing too it. was like it wasn't how many people's lives can we save? Because like we uh, capitalism doesn't care about lives. It was how many. How many people can can get the virus before the hospitals are overloaded? Like that was the initial which is like five, That's which, how many is, people which is disgusting. It. It's fucking yeah. absolutely disgusting. And also it's like these fucking insurance companies are like fucking, you know, grinding their little grubby hands like, oh, we're going to get some more money. Like, oh, yeah. fucking assholes, dude. It's because it, like we don't have a, a, a good healthcare infrastructure to like support oh. helping people <laughs> do you want to know um when i put my info in for like obamacare you know you know what i got back my, my plans were the cheapest plan was like over 80 dollars, and the deductible was eight thousand dollars 
Great. I said, fuck that. No, awesome. Just not paying well, for it. Well, you know, this is what I said uh, before, too. And this is the only reason, this is the only thing that I'll like credit Trump on and, and actually like support him on is, is when Trump came into office, he got rid of the the stipulation of Obamacare that said you had to have insurance. Right. You had so to pay I taxes. Be, like, yeah, I would I had, be in the back for that right now if that were the case, too. I would have I would have owed the government seven hundred dollars yeah. if Trump didn't do that. I'm yeah. just saying, like. He saved me more money and gave me more money than any Democrat ever has. Yeah. And probably like um is going is going to. Like like literally if you go to Biden's website, there's not like a what I'm gonna do like stimulus wise. There's like nothing. There's nothing. We'll, we'll on find there. out after he's elected. We'll find out after he's elected and then Republicans keep the Senate. <laughs> That's what we'll find out. Yeah, exactly. Um and which then is, you can just blame all his like, Oh yeah, it's the perfect scenario. On, oh, well McConnell's still there. We yeah, can't it's the do perfect anything. scenario for any Democratic president is can you I can't do anything because they got the Senate. Can Sorry. we be- can we believe that that fucking necromancer summoned Nancy Pelosi for another go around as Speaker of the House? Can She's you- never dying, like ever. The She's fucking necromancer that she hired. That- I bet she comes back wetter than ever. Just yeah. super soft. She's gonna be wet. soup by the end of this. Right? Yeah, like- she's gonna be like that. that uh, Pizza the Hut or whatever from Spaceball. <laughs> Just Pizza with cheese. Yeah, <laughs> disgusting. Um, yeah. Um, I was going to, uh, real quick on the Cuomo thing, I was going to say the, um, analogy he used is like, if you eat a lot of cheesecake, you have a weight problem. Like that's what he's saying with COVID is that, um, uh, because people just couldn't stop breathing each other's mouths. And I wonder, I wonder why, like they had to like keep going out in public or the, some, some sort of, uh, uh, thing compelling them to go out and be around people to, I don't know what, what, what that could be. Anyway. Um, Me, I live in isolation where yeah, I was, my only contact is with my brother on TV. Yeah, I have my two yeah. like daughters and their boyfriends who have gone missing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no one's seen them. <laughs> um, and spaghetti, of yeah. course. Fucking Gavin Newsom, that cretin, like... Uh, like oh i had a, a dinner with all my friends and it's just like 18 people around the table no mask like just, it's yeah. okay listen it is such like it is when people say the pandemic isn't political it's 100 political yeah. i mean obviously it is because people are running for politics on the pandemic right and the whole thing like democrats are such fucking hypocrites i mean like when nancy pelosi went to that fucking salon when she was like, we got to shut down. And she was, they were like, oh, well, people said it was fine for her to go to the salon, but other people couldn't. And then also the, that fundraiser that they had recently where they had a bunch of Democrats yeah. who could just sit around these tables, not social distance, no mask, whatever. Yeah. Oh, but it's fine because the CDC says it's fine when 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 the D, the Democrats do it, but it's not fine when Republicans do it. Yeah. Look, at, look at all the people at the Trump rally, right? But then again, when Biden wins and people just start singing Hamilton songs into each other's fucking mouths, yeah. it's completely <laughs> fun because and also this is the big kicker this is the the number one thing where i was like this this uh yes it's real obviously we're not saying it's not real but this pandemic is completely political and it's a fucking move it's a power move is when the cdc said you can if you if you have coronavirus you can go out and vote and i said nope as soon as they said that i was like listen the reason people don't believe quote unquote believe science and they yeah. hate the Democrats when they say, hey, you need to lock down. is because of this shit, because there's a double standard. Yeah, I agree. There's an obvious double standard because 
the CDC will want you to go out and vote because, oh, it's a, the most important election. We got to elect the fascists out or whatever. Yeah. But at the same time, you can't go see your dear old mom for fucking Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuck off with no, that, dude. Like literally while they're like shaming people, while Cuomo is shaming people, they're they're having these like like basically Moloch balls behind the behind scenes. Um, like all the representatives get together and basically dine in the czar's ballroom, right? And they're saying like it's selfish if you want to go see your family for Thanksgiving. Ridiculous. It, it, it's selfish to do that, but it's not selfish to uh, go to work every single day. Yeah, and, restaurant and hundreds feed, of people and work around hundreds of people. Like ridiculous. It's it's fine to get COVID at work. It's not fine to do it. Doing something you would enjoy, which is seeing your family or going to the fucking gym. All of this pandemic has made me feel like a fucking right wing conspiracy theorist. It really has because I'm just like fucking herd immunity. Everyone should fucking get it. I'm like, I don't trust a vaccine or don't fucking give you autism. Like, like, which is actually, I'm the opposite. I want it. I want autism. So give me that fucking vaccine. Bill Gates is putting microchips in all the vaccines to document it. Do you know how many? Do you have any that forced sterilization, skins? brother. I'm yeah. telling you, that fucking forced sterilization with uh with the vaccine that Bill Gates was talking about. He was listen, he was talking about forced sterilization. <laughs> <laughs> are you like Matt, are you telling me I could get a vaccine that would I wouldn't get COVID? I, I my dick wouldn't work and I'd have autism, that'd be perfect. Sign me up. <laughs> Let me tell you I literally, I would, it would also turn you gay. Like literally, like, look, we're gonna level with all you. the all the adrenochrome that he stole. From all those children, it's gonna turn you gay. There's a pretty good chance that this will uh, make you infertile. I'd be like, I'd be like jabbing into my arm immediately. You mean, I mean, no more condoms, no more pregnancy scares ever. Fuck it, give it to me, give it to me. I like. Pretty sure AT and T. I like big ass and titties. I'm like you pedophile fucks. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a man. I love Alex Jones so much. Oh, I've got, I got more papers. I got plenty of papers right here. Let's just give you all. Uh, They said, they said here, uh, the globalists. The thing about the globalists is they're trying to create a new utopia, quote unquote, uh, where they sacrifice children. <laughs> it's going to be the 79 days of hell where the globalists are going to steal the election from Donald Trump. And uh, then Joe Biden's going to just he, listen. It's, it's Satan. You can smell brimstone coming from, from hey, him. Jamie, can we fact check that? Can we get that pulled up? Fact check it. I mean, but you've been telling me this for years. You told me <laughs> yeah. this 10 years ago. You've been telling me this for 10 years. And listen, besides Sandy Hook, 100% accuracy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, besides the wood, despite. <laughs> besides claiming they were crisis actors. Yeah. Besides being. It, in a court of okay, law listen, being made to apologize. Or Alex to Jones is an astrology it. chart. We've all said it. He yeah. fits every single thing, just sometimes wrongly. Yeah, he was at the state capitol, so you missed him, Matt. He was here in Georgia. Wait, when? Today. He, what? He was here today. Wow. How did I not hear about this? They're at the capitol, a bunch of other like, dumbass protesters like being like... When he runs after yeah. that guy, you know what I'm talking about? That yeah, video yeah, where he yeah, runs yeah. after that guy. It's incredible. There's some like obscure Georgia thing where like... I don't know. Trump was tweeting about it. Like, it's oh, the, the 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 recount um, scam, right? We oh, we we're missing our duties if we don't talk about that presidential harassment. Oh, yeah. oh, I I I just know like the recount wrapped up in Georgia, like pretty like yesterday. Yeah, so right? it was basically confirming Biden. Confirming, yeah, Biden. Was. Georgia. Trump was upset because there was there was uh, and it was happening in all the recounts. Is there was discrepancies with signatures. And the fact that like it was kind of like this thing where uh, they, they, when the recounters were like, oh, you know, like the 
whatever they said went right. Like it wasn't like they could, it wasn't like Trump's people could go in there and be like, Oh, let's, let's see what's going on here. Let's, Oh, like that's Rudy a- Giuliani in like a clown wig. Yeah. Like trying to like, Oh, <laughs> as I'm a not- joker. <laughs> he jacks fucking, off in front. Of I love seeing some of the quotes out of like literally where he says, I don't know what opacity opacity means. I, I guess it means you can see. And the judge is like, it means the literal opposite of that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but but they couldn't go in and like, you know, they couldn't nitpick the re- the, the recounters and, and everything. So Trump was upset and, you know, yeah. true now it's not fair. We won the election and people are. I can't send uh, the fucking three stooges in to, like to verify the election results. Right. And so he was saying that there was um there was signature discrepancies. In Georgia. And there's like a there's a certain like law, I guess, Kemp could enact or call the legislature in or something and so that's what they were on about so alex jones probably was there to try and stop the fucking pedophile globalists yeah yeah pretty much but um yeah like the recount like it it found ballots and some of them netted for trump some didn't um ultimately though it's like uh, uh those came in counties where i guarantee you look it up like the like probably majority Republican legislatures or, or Republicans are in charge of running the election. So you have no one to be angry at, but yourselves like this, like these, this, like it, it does fuck you over not as much as it does Democrats or other like minority groups, but it will fuck you over because it's just, it's the process of making voting a frustrating opaque process and so everyone's going to get affected in some way or another. So all these things they whine about are things they themselves Put it in place. So they could have fixed, but instead of leaving the system the way it was or trying to fix it, they went in the opposite direction, which was defunding it, closing polling stations, and yeah. making it harder to register to vote. I like signatures. It's like what who's signing what? Like I don't I don't know. You have to sign your your mail in ballot. Okay. But where where's the discrepancy though? Like what other thing are they signing? It's where if the name doesn't like? match. So you have two places where you have to sign. You have to sign the folder and you have to sign the ballot. Okay. And the whole thing, the whole thing that Trump was talking about was that there was signature discrepancies and that like some some of the signatures didn't match and also some of the names didn't match on the signature. I've never signed something the same way twice. Me either. So, so I don't. See, yeah. So I don't obviously see where there's you, a, there's a problem. But yeah. what I'm saying is like that's a real like issue for yeah, voting because people yeah. can. I mean, I mean, apparently, like, obviously, there's always, like, dead people that vote in elections, too, and well, stuff, too. So. Uh, okay. Happens you, every election. You bring that up, and that's great, because uh, dead people vote because they register to vote. Or or it usually, too, it's like they're just registered to vote. Oh, we have we, there's dead people on the voting rolls. They they register the vote, and then they die. Or they, or in this case, they vote early, then they die. Like, like those discrepancies are can be explained through, like, People just dying after they vote. They vote early or they're registered. I don't know about that. I think Hillary Clinton's driving up in the neighborhood. You know what I'm talking about? Like killing like killing people? Like killing people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Thanks for voting for Thanks for Pokemon going to the polls. <laughs> Bitch. Like, actually, like, like, yeah, pops a cap in them, I guess. I can say that. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. anyway. Anyway. Good episode, guys. That was yeah, great. So. Honestly, like, applause all around. Yeah. Political shit. Yeah, it's great. No, uh, we're going to. Um, I, I've okay. Can I actually end it on uh, a super uh, special call prediction? Sure. Yeah. So uh, earlier, uh, or uh, earlier this week, uh, I made the realization that I had called something uh, specifically to the point. If anyone you watch football, right, 
you know, that Drew Brees got injured. Yeah. He's the quarterback for the Saints. I heard the news report from Ian Rappaport was that his dick and balls yeah, exploded. His cock and balls got demolished on live TV <laughs> in front of everyone. God and everyone to see. Uh, but no, he got sacked. He uh, broke, like, had a collapse long. It was pretty bad. But he's out for a couple weeks. So his backup, James Winston, we all love him, is going to go in and play. So I say all this, right, because way back in uh, six years ago in the month of September, uh, I was watching a game and we were all kind of group chatting in our fantasy group. And I said, you know, Breeze, his age is showing. What I think is going to happen is that somewhere around week 10, Breeze is going to get injured and then he's going to get replaced, uh, you know, by Jameis Winston. And retire. Yeah, I, well, I said he's going to get his cock and balls uh, annihilated. Yeah. And then <laughs> which he gonna, did. Yeah, which he did. Um, and so all right, I see the news that he's been injured and he's going to miss time. And I was like, you know, I wonder what week it is, right? That's interesting. I look it up. It is week 10. I called it. Not just it happening, right? Not just around the date. I called it the specific week of that happening. Right, so I uh, can never be wrong ever. The, uh, the that happened. The Packers are winning the Super Bowl. Tampa Bay is going eight and eight. All right, it's going to happen. Oh yeah, Kim also said fuck you. Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, uh, and my other prediction is that literally Trump is never going to con- concede. Which is this is not like a hot take. Like I've seen Chapo others make the same thing, but I think he's literally. He's not just going to not concede. He's not just going to like maintain that he's the president, but he's going to go to Mar-a-Lago and he's going to set up like a radio free America where he is going to be the nega president. He is going to be our president in exile. He's going to have a compound. People are going to, he's going to go in like Fox news or OAN and they're going to call him Mr. President. Not like in like a, Oh, he was the president once as in, he is still he our is president. The president of and it's Mar-a-Lago. going to be oh, hilarious. Can we actually, sorry to, cut off the ending there again but But one one last thing before we go can we talk about obama's like 40th autobiography oh it's great it's great with the quote about about, mitch mcconnell no one no the quote about um him picking up socialist girlfriend trying to no i did not see this this is the topic of the day uh josh so the topic of the day is that and obama's uh this i think is his fourth autobiography of course right um He's honestly a terrible person. I hope history is fucking unkind to him. But um, <clears throat> so he writes that in college, he would use Marx to try and pick up socialist girls, right? Long, 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 skinny legs. The socia- long-legged socialist on his dorm, like, hall. So the term has Which been... Social- for the record, socialists can have short chubby legs too yeah they don't have to be long skinny. i think he was saying this particular one was hot and he wanted to fuck her so he read marx he right? read marx and then he said he read foucault to try and pick up like it was like five. so he said i can't remember the ethereal ethereal bisexual an, an ethereal bisexual ethereal, woman yes. uh and he said a a smooth skinned it was something like that smooth skin something he describes girl? women in only a way that i would think that like um, Obama's an insult. Yes. 
like like uh, who skinned people? Buffalo Bill would describe a woman like long legged, <laughs> smooth skin, ethereal, really transparent skin would make a great lampshade. But uh, I said on the timeline, and I do want to uh, I want to state it here, and you guys can hear me say this out loud: is I don't care how many times people reference Foucault, I will never fucking read Foucault ever. Pedophile. There was this exactly. There was this big thing on the fucking timeline before the Obama shit broke. And, and Foucault was all over the fucking timeline. And it was this girl who made this joke and said, hey, Foucault said that schools are prisons. That means I don't have to go to biology class. I'm like, fantastic joke. I get it. Never going to read him. <laughs> Fuck off. Please. And everyone's talking about like, oh, well, everything's a prison. Yes, we get it. Uh, everything, <laughs> everything's up. a prison. Communism is kind of cool, except for the way that Marx describes it, because structuralism is gay or whatever. And, and children can consent. Yeah, children, and, and people under the age of 15 <laughs> can <laughs> consent. It's like everything is a prison, including uh, the prison of, say, societal expectations. Like, uh, age of consent laws. What, like, oh my, way to be, like, just the stereotype. You are a chain-smoking philosophy guy who's gay, who's a pedophile. Like, come on. Yeah. French like, if, gay pedophile. Yeah. If I tried to imagine a more French stereotype, it would have to be, like... Pepe Le Pew. It'd have to be, like, Pepe Le Pew with, like, a, eating a baguette or something. Like, it would just be a croissant. You know, yeah. or something like that, but all like with Foucault characteristics. So anyway, I like that Obama did the equivalent of like what I did in middle school, which is like read the Twilight books. Like I did like your tweet, by the way. I didn't like it, but I liked it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So the uh, yeah, it's it's a good uh, it's a good one. Um, but yeah, like it's the um, I was thinking about it. It's like him writing it in like he writes in like such like a fucking. Just, Does he have a ghostwriter? You think? I don't, oh, yeah. I don't know, but yeah, whoever, whoever he dictates to, I hate the way he writes it because it's taking a concept, which is just basically what we as men do with women, right? Is that um, there is like a idea that like, if you want to stand out to a girl, maybe get her attention and get uh, a connection with her is that you might be like, okay, well, she's there into is a no female. Like, I don't know if, if you've ever met a female who's been impressed that you've read something, but like my whole thing is that I like, in high school and college or whatever, I wish I didn't read. I like reading a lot. I, I really enjoy it. It's my favorite thing to do like as a pastime or whatever. But uh, I wish I wasn't that way because I don't think any girl ever has will ever be impressed if I walk up and I say, hey, you know what? I've read Society of the Spectable by Guy Debord. Like, who the fuck cares? Like, exactly. she doesn't care. Yeah. It, it's, it's misapplying this to this will make me stand out and this will make me interesting to her. Right. And it can be applied in like, in his case, a scummy way, which is that he's just trying to fuck them or in like, I want to make a connection, but usually what happens, right. Is that it's just, Oh, well that's, that's cool. cool. Yeah. You know I, my experience thing. with like reading a similar thing as a woman is that either there's, there's two experiences that I've your had. experience as a woman, as a man. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> is and saying talking to a woman who has read the same thing has been there was actually three things the first one is like oh that's cool friend let's shit on it together it's um okay let me i really like that you read that that's really cool uh stop talking to me <laughs> 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 i'm gonna unmatch you on tinder this one's a little personal yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah i like that you read Marx. see ya yeah. Um, yeah. And then the third one is like, oh, okay, but you only think that way because you're a straight white guy. 
for the yeah. book that you read. So it's it's I think what and even in like this section, he's like all it ended up in is chaste friendships. It's like, well, Obama's complaining about the friend zone. That's great. But yeah, it's like honestly, I feel like it might make you boring on first if you're just if you're like, oh, this thing um, it's like you can have things in common. It's, but like, you know, it's also you can just be like not interesting in that way. Like you know that guy Kant bot from Twitter a while ago. I don't know if he's still on Twitter or whatever. He's but Kant he's that, bot. Kant bot. Yeah, he's that weird like kind of fat like incel. Definitely <laughs> like if you think of an incel like a neck beard, like that's who he yeah. is essentially. But he's like this guy who's got a lot of followers online, and he's he he he's did that. Um, he's in that that documentary that feeling with no girlfriend. But he's talking like in that documentary, he's talking about how he's like, yeah, I used to be an incel or whatever. He's like, and then I just like started reading a lot. And then like I had something to talk to him about. I'm like, no woman ever. You you don't. I was like, you can't pick up a chick by a book you read. Like that's never happened in the history of ever. Unless this dude is like fucking six foot two, like a sharp 180, like just a golden Adonis God or whatever. There's no way a guy's like, yeah, "Yeah, I've read infinite chess or whatever. (laughs) Obviously well, all women hate infinite chess, but I've read fucking, I've read Sylvia Plath and they're like, Oh my God, you've read Sylvia Plath. It's like, it doesn't happen. Some like, yeah, some form of interest preceding that. I think though I will speak from my experience uh, with my current girlfriend is that, the reason we like even sort of met up is that in our first like conversation on Tinder, I just mentioned that like my thesis was on like a communist newspaper and she was like, Oh my God, I've been thinking about this. Can we like meet up and talk? Can about I it? B- blow you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cutting that. Uh, Hit her with the O face. Uh, oh, Oh, uh, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. No. Um, and then, uh, Fuck, maybe it was just an excuse to like just meet up with me. I don't know. Uh, I like to think she was interested in my like actual intellectual thoughts. exploits. Yeah. You want to think she liked you for your brain, brother? Look, really oh god, just your body. oh god, brother. Then, let like, me tell you something. Like the then, only person who's <laughs> the only person who's interested in like a man's intellectual exploits is a person who like lived in like you know 1800s London dairy town right. and was like oh sir you need a copper or whatever and he's just like I've written a manuscript on how the Asiatics are all Neanderthals <laughs> and she's just like oh my god I can't believe it yeah I just think oh god she said she wanted to come over to talk and we didn't talk oh she's been using me oh uh, yeah I'm having a crisis right now um yeah. It's your lived experience, Cole. Yeah, it it's is. Trauma. My personal it's trauma. It's your trauma, yeah. yeah. So. I'll never get over it. I like anyway. Josh even if he can't read, guys. Uh, that's that's weird. We had I'll a, be a, honest, a, I, didn't, I didn't start talking to him yeah. based on um, his reading material. See, <laughs> that's... You guys, we're having a slight audio malfunction. I think yeah. we're just going to have to... Josh, what the fuck? Why are you hearing, sounding like that? If you're hearing a weird buzzing Josh noise... Josh doesn't even uh, have a library card, yeah. you guys. He doesn't yeah. even know where his local library is. Oof, Josh, that's a bad look. Yeah. I you're still have... Me, honey. I still have my West Georgia... My West Georgia Regional Library card. Right. So I, anytime I want to drive two hours to Carrollton to get a book, I can. So. You bet, son, you best believe you're getting mine comp yeah. next time you're there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never returning this. I just, I just walk up there with three copies. Yeah. <laughs> one for one in the morning, one in the evening. Yes. Uh, the best way to distribute this would be how? The best way to distribute us among a mass of people would be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can I make photocopies?
Yeah. Um, yes. How much are photocopies, and can I get twenty thousand a piece? And where is the nearest? Uh, 